Once a month, we highlight some of the music events coming our way on Rogue Sounds. Here's writer and critic Josh Gross with host Jeffrey Riley. Josh Gross, welcome back to the Jefferson Exchange. Glad to be back, Jeffrey. Talk about the West Coast swing you're on right now with Puppeteers for Fears. Oh, we're just out, you know, uh, jaunting around the western U.S. in the middle of a heat wave, sweating to the oldies, as they say. Uh, it's, it's been great. We're just uh, doing a little five-state loop, you know, standard sort of Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Nevada, California thing. It's been a lot of fun uh, about halfway through. You've been playing some basketball. cool venues, it seems like, with, uh, with some, some pretty good history, too. I was on a stage that Prince played on, and I nearly plotted. <laughs> let's not explore what that term means for too long, but uh, okay. In the middle of a heat wave, uh, let's go to the Toasters first. The Toasters yeah. will be playing Johnny B's in Medford on the 23rd of August. This is called Two-Tone Army. All I can say, Josh, is I'm glad that we do radio and not TV because, yeah, I couldn't stop from dancing to that one, and it probably wasn't really good dancing. That is exactly the point. You can't listen to ska and not want to dance. Ska is so much fun. And there's a big misconception about ska that it's kind of like a flash-in-the-pan 90s thing, and the truth is it has its roots in the 50s, and it's been going since then, going strong. It has kind of like waves where it kind of pops up in different parts of the world. The 50s and the 60s, it was very big in Jamaican dance hall. In the 70s, it took over Britain. In the 80s, it became kind of an underground America thing. In the 90s, was when America fought. Right now, it's very big in Latin America. Um, the Toasters, they're on, I believe, their 40th anniversary tour. They're one of the original um, U.S. ska bands. They sort of started the New York Scene, the Moonska Records. These these guys are legends, genuine legends, very important to the history of the medium, and they're still bringing it. Man, if you haven't seen them before, if you've never been to a ska show before, go right now. It is so fun. You will have the most fun, and you will dance your little hiney off. All right, so, so a little more education, please, Doctor. Uh, ska yeah, ska yeah, versus please. reggae. Is it is it more than just reggae faster? Yes, it is. It, it has to do with the sort of like the different beats that are accented. Sort of hard. It's sort of like esoteric to explain, but like reggae has like kind of you know and it, it's a, it's a very different vibe but they do kind of come from some of the same school of musicianship which is was largely uh you know caribbean musicians imitating what they heard coming over the airwaves from america so they were sort of doing their version of rock and roll but giving it a much like heavier backbeat they gave it a much more danceable rhythm and you know it kind of diverged in those two paths but and they both have a lot of the root, same roots in them but like ska honestly is a lot more fun <laughs> yeah. Like Scott's the like, let's go, let's go have a party, and Reggae's the like, you know, let's think deeply about the <laughs> sociopolitical situation of whatever our impoverished nation is. It's just like ah, so bummer, you know. Let's let's have a let's have a fun party. Right. Uh, right. So uh, so let's go on to uh, the next one. Uh, Velvet Starling plays the Dip in Reading on the fifth of August. This is a song called H.G. Wells. Yeah.
I thought we'd have some fun when I heard what I thought was theremin in the opening uh, intro there. Right? Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, you know, the Velvet Starling, uh, they're out of L.A., and they're really hitting that sort of sweet spot of, like, sort of fashion and just sort of, like, good old-fashioned sleazy rock and roll that kind of, like, makes that for that glam, that glam recipe, you know? And, and they're really kind of pulling a little bit from the old sort of neo-psychedelic and a little bit just sort of, like, underground rock and roll. It's got that kind of, like, swinging 70s in London vibe to it. Or, sorry, swinging 60s vibe to it. It's like, yeah, but if you're looking for somewhere to, like, you know, get modded out and get dressed up and go out and just have a good time, like, I think this is the band for you. These guys are a lot of fun. Their songs are great. Their sound is great. Their look is great. You know, it's it's... It's great. It's just great. Jim. It's just great. Okay. So, it's all right. You, you brought up mods. I'm just going to leave this as a binary question. Was it mods and rockers or mods and teddy boys? It's both, actually. Teddy boys are a very specific subculture of rockers. Sorry. <clears throat> the teddy boys were largely like what in America we would call rockabillies. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, and rockabilly is a pretty distinct, you know, pretty distinct from rock and roll. But it's kind of based in on like a little bit of like a sort of 1950s greaser culture, you know, like the, the, in, and Teddy Boys is really what they called them in the UK far more than in here in America. In America, they were largely called greasers. But it's like, you know, John Travolta and the gang in Greece, those would be Teddy Boys, you know, and that's not quite the same as like what you would see at a Velvet Starling show or anything like that. <clears throat> and so let's see, the, the Quadrophenia guys from who? Those were mods, right? Those were definitely mods. Yeah. Mods were known for uh, riding scooters, you know, wearing suits, uh doing uppers, you know, and that, <laughs> that sort of thing. Ah, okay, a little, little lifestyle stuff there. Okay, just just a little sidetrack there. appreciate that yeah. because uh, I remember uh, hearing both terms and, uh, yeah, I had one of those uh, introduction to music uh, pop and rock survey classes in college and then uh, when he said mods and teddy boys, I was like, wait a minute, weren't they rockers? But here we go. I would just That's why I wanted to clear that up. <laughs> yeah, well, it's really, fa- it's, there's a lot of fascinating sociological subcultural stuff that's like tied into much more than just the music stuff, but that's, that's a whole podcast unto itself that we could get lost in so okay. <laughs> maybe we go on to the next song another day we're talking to josh gross for this month's edition of rogue sounds uh, next up is cake coming to brit in jacksonville on the 5th of august this one's called stick shifts and safety belts but when we're driving in my malibu it's easy to get right next to you i say baby scoot over please and then she's right there next to me i Cake is, uh, these guys are survivors. They've been around for a long time now. They have. They have, uh, like a fruitcake, you know, just keeps on going around and around in circles. Uh, Cake, I mean, like, the thing about Cake is that they manage to, you you hear all the influences, you hear all the places they fit into the scene at large, and yet they manage to sound irrepressibly like themselves in everything that they do. And there are so few bands that have that unique, that recognizable, that specific, that individualistic a sound especially one that fits so cleanly within, you know, the sort of 
broader oeuvre and the movements that they're part of. Like, that's a, clearly a country song, but, like, no one would think that that's just a country song. That's how Cake would do a country song. It's clearly an indie rock tune, but no one would say that that's just, like, a standard indie rock tune. That's only how Cake would do it. And, you know, so much of that comes from the disparate influences of the members. You know, uh, the, the singers had a lot of background in, like, sort of spoken word stuff, and you can hear that in, like, a lot of the way he approaches his lyricism and his, his delivery. The guitar player has that great sort of, like, honky-tonk style that just sort of but they've also got these elements of electronic production. Like cake is just a, they're kind of the very rare thing to say this, but they kind of are the total package. And they really are. And uh, yeah, I've been listening to them for a, for a long time now. And just some of the sweetness in there, the little bits like, Oh, it's that hot rod Lincoln kind of guitar riff in there. And just, yeah, just some good stuff. Love yeah. Some hot rod Lincoln. All right. So let's uh, move on to uh, Michaela Davis coming to the dip in Reading on the 8th of August. This is called here comes sunshine, a grateful dead cover. I just love the fact that this song kind of taught me a lesson. It taught me to be patient and wait for things to develop. And as the chords came out differently in, in succeeding passages, it was like, wow, this is this is some fun stuff. It really is some fun stuff. Uh, so Michaela Davis, uh, she's a from the sort of upstate New York, Hudson Valley area. And uh, she's, a, she's a harpist. And, uh, you know, harp, I feel like it it's having a moment just because, uh, like, harp was, like, certainly, like, you know, a big instrument for a long time, um, sort of predating a lot of recorded music, but it kind of fell out of favor, I think, in the, mo- in the modern age of the rock and roll, because they're, they're big, they're difficult to think, and they have a just sort of, like, you know, sophisticated, stentorian, sort of elitist vibe <laughs> about them. But, um, you know, it's having a moment because it's, uh, people are sort of taking the harp and putting it into new places, um, new contexts, new stuff, I, you know, put, running through guitar pedals, playing, you know, sort of like sort of traditional American sort of country and Americana music like uh, Michaela Davis was doing here. And it's really bringing out some interesting stuff. And it's she's one of the people who's doing some fascinating stuff with an instrument that I think has been kind of overlooked. And to me, I think that's a really great thing when I'm like, you know, I'm like, I hear a new instrument that I hadn't really heard in like that context before, and it gives me a whole new appreciation because it creates a whole new sonic palette, a whole new approach to songwriting, and you know, a whole new approach to performance and everything because you know, it you have to adapt to what the context that the instrument you know demands that it be put into. And uh, she's doing some interesting stuff with it, so I, I think that'll be a pretty cool show. Absolutely, that's uh, that's at the Dip in Reading on the eighth of August, and about two minutes left to fit in Tosh Sultana coming to Brit on the twenty sixth of August. This is called Bitter Love. You had your lovers, I got my past. Yeah, we got issues, we all got them fast. 
you can even hear the finger snaps they're that close to the microphones yeah so Tosh Sultana is a, just has a great sort of like neo soul R&B style you know it's like it's pretty evident like she's just doing good stuff the main thing is that she's Australian and as I say every time I say this every time Jeffrey but like if there's an artist you like who's from another country take the chance to see them because it is, it is so much harder to tour internationally than you realize oh that's right so yeah. like Tosh Sultana may not be coming back to the States soon if ever so, you know, I've been listening to her for a while, and the chance to see her, you know, locally at the the Brit is pretty big. And I would say take it because you don't know when or if you'll get another chance. All right. Let me run the whole list for uh, for this edition of Rogue Sounds. The Toasters at Johnny B's in Medford on the 23rd of August. Velvet Starling at the Dip in Reading on the 5th. Cake at Brit on the 5th. Uh, Michaela Davis at the Dip in Reading on the 8th. And Tash Sultana at Brit on the 26th of August. Josh Gross, thanks as always for bringing Rogue Sounds to us on the Jefferson Exchange. Thanks as always for bringing me to Rogue Sounds on the Jefferson Exchange.